Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. If you're a future lady lawyer, there's an exciting step I'm guessing you haven't taken yet. What is it? Figuring out the type of badass lady lawyer you should be. How do you do that? Well, let us tell you. A longtime friend of the podcast and kick-ass new lawyer coach, Angela Vorpal, has put together a free What Type of Lawyer Should I Be quiz. This is a 90-second quiz designed to reveal the type of law that will best fit your interests, career goals, and lifestyle. Can I get a yes, please? So don't wait another second. Go to whattypeoflawyerquiz.com to take the first step towards your dream future lawyering life. And then make sure and send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to nerd out over it with you. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Ladies Who Law podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Haley. And this week we have a very special episode for you guys. We have a listener who reached out to us and asked us a question that we want to answer. We have talked a little bit about this in the past, but never directly. So we thought, why not just dive in? So we got an email and I'm going to read it to you guys because... I freaking love when people send emails and it feels official. So, hey gals, love the show. You guys got me through law school and what was unfortunately my first attempt, but not the last of the bar. I know you talked a bit about your experience as retakers, but I would love an episode on a really deep dive on how you manage working and studying. How did you have those hard conversations with your bosses when it got to be too much? How did you manage financially? Thank you, Angela. Okay. So I feel like there's different situations we can talk about because it really depends. I think like how many times you're taking it, Mm -hmm. you know, like I think the the more times you add on, right, that those conversations are going to be different with your employer, depending on how they reacted. Like, it's just so many different combinations of what could have happened, right? But I think from our experience, right, um, so we both took it more than once. And both times we had to tell our employers, like, hey, I didn't pass. Um, Can I continue to work here so I'm not broke, essentially? Like, can I please have a job still? And most employers will usually say yes for that first time. Um, like, yeah, of course, you can take out again, you know. And usually you just stay at your, like, intern rate, you know. You probably work the same amount of hours. And 
for, for like the way I approached it, right? I made a plan way ahead of time. I showed up at my job with like a set in stone, like what I was going to be doing, right? So I knew how many months I was going to be studying for. I knew how many months of those I was going to be working in studying. I knew how many I was going to be completely off from work. Um, and I kind of just presented it to them, like, this is what I'm going to be doing. It's, and you guys either accept it or don't, right? And luckily they were like, totally, yeah, whatever you need to do. But I don't know if every every employer is like that, you know? Um, so what what would you say, Haley? Because like, obviously you had a different situation. So I, I think that having the set in stone printed out hard copy uh, version of your plan is a really, really good idea. It shows your employer that you have initiative and you have a plan and that you're not messing around. I would also say that having those conversations with your employer about not passing the bar and trying to work can be really difficult. I feel like for both of us, we were in a situation where we were able to work and stay employed, meaning still getting paid, still getting insurance, things like that, um, while we studied. But like Samantha said, I don't know and I don't really think that that's always the best option. I really don't. And the reason is, is because I think that uh, employers can set the tone for how you feel about yourself, how you feel about the situation. Let's just be honest. Not passing the bar is not fun. It's full of rejection and it makes you question yourself. So having an employer that potentially adds to that or, you know, I, I don't want to say specifics because everything's different and people can say things in all different ways. But I've noticed just from talking to a few of our other listeners and followers that people who take the bar multiple times, there's a likelihood of of a chance in your workplace that you're going to be looked down on. I hate to say it. I really do. I think it's like a stigma, right? It's a stigma. And I think that sometimes maybe you shouldn't even have the conversation at all. Maybe you should just And I know the question of this whole episode is, what do you do financially? And I worked, the most recent time of taking it, I worked maybe 10 hours a week for, you know, my rate was $22 an hour. So you guys can do the math. That's not that much money. Um it helped, but also I had to ask my parents for money. I'm just going to be honest. I had to ask for help the last time. Um, I think that other people I know live with their family when they take it again. They don't have those expenses like rent to be able to take it again. And that like, let's be honest, that's not cool. And that kind of sucks. But at the same time, you have to do what you have to do. And I will say, like, even if you are employed, like, that doesn't mean you're not going to have to ask for help, right? Because, like, most likely, like, the amount of people I know who can full-time work as an attorney, like, basically, you're an attorney, right? If you're 
studying for the bar, most likely you're in a role where you're doing a lot of attorney type work, right? You're a legal intern or a law clerk and you're doing the work and um, you're probably going to be working a lot. And I don't know a lot of people who can manage studying for the bar efficiently and working full time. That being said, if you can, awesome, right? It's going to be hard. But if you can't, like there's going to be, if you can't ask for help, you might have to look at other things like taking out a loan. You know, like I had to take out a loan with my fiance because we were both at the time. Now he's my husband. But at the time, we didn't, we were both not working. We were both law students. Like, and like we both had to take off work because like that's what we had to do to pass this thing because we knew from taking it before, like I knew I had to put a lot of focus, right? And it's, it, does it suck absolutely having to pay that loan back? Yes. I didn't want to have to take it out. I didn't want to have to pay it back. But also, I didn't have a really a choice. It was either that or I like potentially don't pass the bar because I'm not giving him my all. You know, like it's just, yeah. there's a lot of different factors here. And I mean, don't feel guilty. You know, a lot of people look down on the fact that like you, oh, you took out a loan, like, uh, like you did couldn't work or something like, like that. What like, else are you supposed to cares? do? Yeah, like because if I am so thankful that I did that, because had I not put in the work that I did that time, I wouldn't have probably had the result that I ended up with, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a hard, it's honestly not a fun topic at all, guys. Like the amount of stress that the financial part of the taking bar the exam bar. in general, and yeah, even taking the bar, because I can tell you guys, like, my fiance didn't know if he wanted to take the bar again, um, like for the third time, like it was either that or do you transfer your score? Right. And it's like, just to even take the bar exam, like it's money you got to spend. It's not free either. No. Right. So there's just a lot of costs that once you get into it and you realize like, Oh my God, there's a lot of money. Then it kind of, I mean, we could talk all day about like privilege, right. And like how, people who have resources, it's just a little easier. Yeah. No. Oh, talking about money is never fun. I mean, just in a personal aspect, which, you know, we've been getting personal with you guys. Budgeting and having a budget while making salary or doing whatever that is, is difficult on its own. I'm sure many of you know that. But having no income, and trying to budget and make sure that you can survive and trying to take the bar exam and study for it is a lot. So, you know, just practical, tangible things you can do and take away are look for loans, look for people to ask for for help, start saving your money. If you are working right now and you, you know, are thinking, okay, I'm going to take time off or I'm going to quit, save as much as you can. Because I think if you don't have some other source of income coming in, then like, what are you supposed to do? And again, I said, some people, you know, move home. Some people depend on other people. I mean, I, I it's just like, there's and no every good situation answer. Is different. Exactly. Yeah. And it's such an individualized situation because to one person, I might say like, you know what? I think you can actually 
work 35 hours a week and you'll be Mm -hmm. fine you know and to the the next person I might be like I think you need to take the three months off completely it just it's so individual and the lucky thing since we're having this conversation it probably means that you're retaking right Mm -hmm. um you can look at your strengths and weaknesses and see what took more time right what do you need to work on this time is it mbes okay do you remember having like does your time does it take you a long time for that? Right. Like I think let's say if MPTs were your issue, you have to like write those out a lot. Right. Like Mm -hmm. that's going to take more time. So I think it's just an individualized approach. It's hard to just like give a one answer fits all. And I wanted to say this, I know that when you don't pass the bar and you are trying to make your plan for the next time, you want, I mean, I know I did a one size fits all answer perfect plan that can just get you the result and it's done and done. But unfortunately, that isn't the case. I know that many of you listening know that, but I just have to remind you because sometimes we spend so much time trying to make a plan that we think will work, that we think will get us there instead of just honestly not worrying about that right now worrying about studying or worrying about doing those different things. And, you know, I'm sure Angela just, you know, found out recently probably and is trying to devise her plan on what to do. And I think that first off, just make sure you're giving yourself a little bit of time and don't rush into the plan. You know, um, you're going to have a lot of clarity as the next month. I mean, I know we didn't start studying again until November. So what would you say, you know, apart from living expenses and like the actual expenses that everyone has, there's other things like the bar exam program, right? Mm -hmm. So do you have any recommendations on where like where people can start with that? Like what if they can't necessarily afford any bar program at this point? Like what if they're at their third time and they're like, I literally can't afford it. What do they do? I think there are a lot of resources out there that you can use. I think getting outlines together and focusing on memorization from the beginning are things that you can do freely and uh, rather quickly. Because I think that, sadly, if you you have to have some sort of budget for this, right? Because, like Santa said, it costs money to sign up to take the test, to buy the program to take the test to, you know, the list goes on and on to stay somewhere to take. Okay. So, you know, maybe a couple hundred dollars on outlines, like JD advising outlines and MPT package and, you know, or a, a couple hundred dollars on the multiple choice question bank. If that's what you had problems with. I think those are ways to smartly use your money that is limited to try and, really target what you need to target for the next exam. 
Yeah, I think that that's great. I definitely remember like giving my JD advising books to people that I knew were t- retaking because like they couldn't necessarily afford it. And like, you just got to do what you got to do, you know, like yeah. the second time that my fiance, well, I keep on saying my fiance, but he's my husband now. <laughs> that's the second time I had to say that. Um, he couldn't, like, we couldn't afford to get him a program, you know, so he would just like piggyback off of mine. Like, so if you have a friend that, you know, like that can't afford it, maybe you like cut a deal with a friend. You're like, Hey, can we like do this tag team it? Like I'll go 50% in, you know, like there's mm-hmm. things that you guys can do to beat the system out. Um, cause I just know it's a really hard time and it's really expensive. I, we've been there. So, yeah. And I, I mean, I really appreciate Angela asking this question because I think that, this isn't fun. I hate like money, money topics and things like that are just so, you know, like they weigh heavy. And I think this exam weighs heavy and put together. It's like a tornado of just, you know, so yeah, it's not fun. As you can probably tell by our voices, we're like, oh, uh, we're not excited to talk about this. Trust me, it's and I don't feel like, like I, I have a good answer either. Like I, I, no, I don't. Because, I mean, I can't tell you because like I ended up having to take out a loan. Like yeah. I don't know what I could have done differently. Like I, I had to do something I didn't want to do. Like there yeah. was nothing. I think a lot of people just find themselves in situations. Because I had a lot of people ask me, like, how'd you survive? And I was like, I had to take out a loan. And then they ended up having to take out a loan. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. it's just what you have to do. Like, and it sucks. It's a system, right? Like, we can talk about all the money that they just take from us. Thanks, Judy. Um, But honestly, like, what if if I had to give any sort of advice, I guess, retroactively speaking, Mm -hmm. um, I would say, like, if you are one of those people that has a summer associateship, where you get like a nice paycheck one of those mm. summers before, I would say save them like you, I mean, we know how much you're making, right? So save like 3K aside for bar stuff. Just like put it, because guess what? You might not even need it for the first time, but guess what? If you end up needing it a second time, that could really help out. I'm just yes. saying. Like, I save, wish I would have done that save. because. Yeah. Same. I really wish yeah. I would have had like an emergency. Like what if I don't pass the bar savings? Cause I think a lot of us go in there like, Oh, we're going to pass it the first time. Like, uh, we got it. Like you want to be positive. You want to yeah. be that like confident person, but like, you things have to be happen, realistic. Right? like, yeah, and if guess we, didn't what? Think we were going to be the ones, but we were so exactly. No, I, I think having that savings account, you don't even have to call it that, but in your mind, just knowing that you're protecting yourself and you're supporting your future self, um, you will not regret that. I, I it's also believe. just like a growing up thing too, right? Because I think a lot of us are like dealing with money for the first time, at least me, right? Like mm-hmm. this no, is my for first sure. time with a big girl paycheck and stuff. And it's like, I, I, Same. you know, there's just a lot of things that they throw at you. <laughs> yes. I mean, that is a great, a great, great, great point because I, this, when you become a lawyer, most of us are making the most money we've ever made. And it's really hard not to be, even as in a summer associate, you're probably making some more money than you've ever made in a summer for damn sure. You know, so it's hard not to spend and go crazy and all this stuff. So, I mean, that's our soapbox. 
ladies. Yeah, like uh, obviously, like take it or leave it. You <laughs> the know, retroactive like, advice. My mom always said. Like me my mom always said she's like, you can always listen, and you don't have to take the advice. Obviously, but mm-hmm. I think you know we've both gone through the ringer. Not kidding. I know, like the amount of time I said like we've gone through this is because I'm so serious. Like we've had yeah. very dark times because of this exam, mm-hmm. um, and the you know if we can do anything just to make it a little bit easier on you guys even if it's just giving you a glimmer of like it's okay to be freaking out it's okay to i have to take out a loan okay it's Mm -hmm. okay i'm not gonna die you're not a failure yeah like it's okay you're gonna be fine because guess what when you do pass the bar the you have an infinite amount at that point like who cares if you took out the loan because you're going to pay off the loan? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it'll be worth it um, at the end. Absolutely. A hundred percent agree. And I also want to encourage you guys to not be afraid to ask for help. You know, if you know someone or have someone in your life who can help you, but you feel too proud to ask, don't, you know, exhaust all options before you have to go to a third party with an interest rate to get the money. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Cause then they'll, they'll really take advantage of you. <laughs> Trust me. Yes. So all those things are options and I hope that this helps Angela. Yeah. Also, I, 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 yeah. I want to say like you're, you're a tough MFR for getting out there and taking this test again. And we want to send you all the, you know, good vibes, love, support. You got this. And yeah, I hope that this also helps some other people listening. Yep. On that note, guys, we love you a lot. Um, check out our Instagram. We're going to be posting more on there. It's at the Ladies Who Law podcast. Also, check out our website. We're going to have some new merch coming soon, but also getting rid of some of the old merch. So right now is like your last chance. If you have like a specific thing that you're really loving, it may be gone soon. So go get it. All right, guys. We will talk to you again next week. Bye. Bye.